ready for it. That's the two of us right there. <laughs> In stereo. 442. ACPC, Easy Peasy, the podcast. Andrew I'm Andrew. Curtis. I'm Curtis. You're Curtis. You're Andrew. We always have to show like photo IDs. At the start of the podcast. To get in. We don't know who is who. And I will tell you that my license expires on my birthday. Okay. So right now, because I've already gone to the Secretary of State, yeah. mine has a piece of paper stapled to it. Okay. So I don't know if that's still valid. <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't know why the woman stapled it, because technically it's still valid until December okay. 17th. I think license, that, that whole process right is up. a scam. Like. Why can't they give it to you the same day? Isn't it 2020 with technology? Mail it away. I'll tell you. They should be able to print it right off there. Every other state I've ever lived in, yeah. you get it right there. Oh, really? Every other state okay. that I've lived in. Well, I've so, been in Michigan 25 years. Colorado. So. I went to the DMV, they called it, Department of Motor yeah, Vehicles. Yeah, yeah. And I said, hey, I'm moving from Wisconsin. Here is my ID. They said, okay, great. Take a picture. Boom. I was set. I then got one in Wisconsin when I was first driving a car, right? Yeah. And when I moved back, same deal. Bloom, print, right away. Boom. Right away. And did they confiscate your old license? No. They punch a hole in it or something? No. So you could have dual identity. You could have two people, two running That's around scary. like the Matrix. You could have done whatever you wanted, like that Will Smith movie. I wonder what Colorado Curtis is doing today. Colorado Curtis just hanging, right? <laughs> just chilling out. I don't have any of those IDs anymore. Oh. Uh, sadly. Okay. Because I wish that I did. But yeah, same day, they print them, boom, they hand it to you yeah. and you're set. I wonder if that's, I wonder how many states don't do it great the, question the, the, one way or the other I when i say. moved here katie and i both together we went to the secretary of state you call it here because yeah. you're fancy <laughs> uh, we go there and uh yeah you have to fill it out you they mail all of your stuff like your birth certificate yeah. they mail and i've never mailed any of those things right because you're, you're not like, supposed mail. to let them out of your possession right. so it's like all right we'll mail them We'll hope 30 days later, right, we both get licenses and say, right. okay, it is legit, but it seems very, very It's strange. also with for passports, that whole mailing your original birth certificate. Yes. Did you get a passport? We have passports. And, and sending that off in the mail, you're like, ooh, I hope I get it back. You're worried, right? right? So we had to get, uh, we had passports from Wisconsin, and then my kids all got older. So they had to get new passports. Yeah. So Katie and well, I... Well, a good ten, we, 10 years, right? But not for the kids. Oh. So like Katie and I, we were good. Uh, but then the kids had grown. So I think theirs is only good for two years when you're oh, a really? kid. Just because they grow so fast Yeah, and, and you can't tell who's who. Yeah. So we you don't go, look like you're six, right? uh, young lady. So we had to go here, get new ones <laughs> for the kids, so we could go to Canada to okay. see the Niagara Falls. But same thing. They don't give that to you right away, right? I don't remember. I don't think if so. If they mailed them to us? I mean, that's yeah. different because it's a book. It's got paper. Exactly. All, but, uh, you know, a state-issued driver's license. Should just come off a printer. Exactly. You can go to Walgreens and get all of your Christmas cards in 10 minutes. Why <laughs> can't I get a, a driver's license, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I will tell you, uh, an aside to that Niagara Falls trip, Yeah. the most disappointed I've ever been in international travel Driving across Canada? Yeah, because they didn't stamp our passports. Oh. We showed them all to us, or to them. We hand them. They would go, doo, 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 doo. okay, hey, have a good day. And then, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think they stamped them. So you, Katie uh, says, of course they did. We look, and they did not stamp That's them. why you were disappointed, because they didn't stamp? Not, yeah. Not because of how gl glamorous that drive is? No, that was a fun drive. And we did it at night. So we, <laughs> we decided on a whim that we were going to go to Niagara Falls. So we left here at like four in the afternoon, got to Niagara Falls in the dark of night, yeah. didn't it was lit up, so we saw it. We got there before midnight, which is when they turned the lights off. Yeah. Saw it. We're like, okay. 
and then in the morning, oh my gosh, yeah. that's big. It is nice, but the drive across is kind of during the day. It's kind of just there's kind not a whole lot to look at. Okay, well, because it's right, it's just the plains of. Canada. Of Canada, the Canadian Plains, right. they call it. But it's definitely a shorter drive from Michigan so, to Niagara going through Canada as opposed to down below. Down below takes you two times as long. Yeah. It's twice as long. Ohio, Pennsylvania. you got to go under the lake. Into New York. And then across. Yeah. And that New York side, they say, is ugly. U-G-L-Y, it ain't uh, got no alibi. So. It's it, ugly. I think both sides are nice. That's not true. <laughs> well, it's, it is. It, I can't say that. Depending you, on who you, you're talking to. You thinking something isn't true. You thinking something <laughs> is very true. But what you're thinking is false. Right. <laughs> I right. will say that. It's not false that you're thinking it. No. Right. We're learning how to become better people. Right. Thanks to the election. Oh, boy. Right. So you can say, hey, I think this, and I can think that that's crap. Right. But I can't say that what you you thinking it, I can't change that, right? I say we're all we're all we're all we're all coming around. We're all like calming down. You're a DJ. You yeah. play uh, weddings. Yeah. You are a music host. I say DJ, and I, I don't. Yeah. You do so much more. You have the photo booth. We you, are a music host. You yes. do everything. Uh, you'll MC. You'll say, and now the happy couple. Yep. 1993, I want to say. Could yeah. have been 90. Yeah. Anytime between, let's say, 89 and 94. Yeah. We're all in the same gang came out it was the east siders and the west coasters <laughs> yeah. uh, same deal that's where we're living right now yeah. you me gang the same one right. right different colors right well yeah we had the red and the blue that yep. was that's only on one side though <laughs> like that's la la is the bloods and the crips they hate each other man they, they were not you really the know the lingo game. I'm you're, I'm you're like a gang historian. What I I watch a lot of the TV, a lot of the movies. I've seen the movie Colors. I've seen the movie Boys in the Hood. I think you say you watch a lot of that episode of Cops or that show Cops. No, well, I don't feel like Cops does a lot with the Bloods and the Crips. No, right? I, that's it's more like Pac and 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 all those guys. You talk yeah. about like Dre and and right. I'm definitely West Coast. So are you comparing the election to the Crips and the Bloods wars? Well, no, Crips and Bloods don't apply. <laughs> Okay. To the, we're all in the same Trying game. to figure out where you were going with I'm this. talking East Coast, West Coast. Okay. I'm talking Biggie and Pac right now is where I'm <laughs> okay, going. Okay, all right, all right. All right. I'm all talking right. Wu-Tang right. and like the, the NWA where here I'm on this side, I'm on this side. Right. That's that's who I'm speaking right. to. Uh, and yes, I am making the comparison. But it has been an interesting thing. ride this past week. For oh, the election. Right? right? A fantastic voyage to keep it in the whole hip-hop realm. <laughs> Coolio, that guy, is amazing. Podcast is brought to you by Curtis Gross, Remax United. This guy sells houses. Number 42. Right? This is podcast number 42. We didn't know if we were going to make it. And I've heard we're going to take a little Thanksgiving hiatus. We, we will be, yeah. And and it's because you're leaving the state. We're, we're going to do some travel. We're going to explore. Yeah, and you should, a right? Bit, yeah. I mean, it's perfect. The country is ripe for just getting out <laughs> and just mingling, right? Just co-mingle, just touch as many people. Well, according to a lot of videos I saw on Saturday, it looks like it's okay to get out. So we're allowed to mingle now. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, both of my Thanksgiving parties have been canceled oh really so, so you're just staying home so i'll be here okay. if you need anyone to watch the cat I will not be here or do anything with the pool no if it gets in the 70s again i will reopen your pool <laughs> and you i know we photos. were just saying we should not have closed that you didn't know you didn't know it's never been this hot no a year ago we had snow on the ground if you recall so today is november 9th 2000 2020 yeah if you remember back a year ago november 11th veterans day 2019 we did a podcast and at the end 
of it, you had to drive me to a hill <laughs> where my car was, was sitting that at that the episode? bottom. That was that episode. That was a year ago. It was icy. It was, it, was icy. Yeah. it snowed so much. I went to a photo shoot for a client, and it started out sunny, and it ended up blizzard. Yeah. And we had to reshoot so that it all had snow in it. Right. I had to say to the, the photographer, hey, I'm sorry, but while you've been in here shooting, it's snowing now. Your backyard isn't going to match your front yard. Would you mind taking some front yard shots? Right. And she did. She didn't have a problem with that. Yeah. But yeah, that was a that year was ago. the episode, huh? You then had to drive me after this yep. to my car. We shoveled the road, if you recall. Yeah. So that I could get my car up it. And if I recall, you didn't have a very good shovel. It was like a child's it's a like, child little shovel. shovel. That's, but it worked. It's the one I keep in my car. Yeah. Because you have the, a small car, so you need a small shovel. Exactly. And it did work. It did work. You call it a child shovel. But <laughs> It got the job done, right? Is it wasn't just one of those little red ones. It was. It was a little red one. I had another for you, but you poo-pooed yeah. it. You said, oh, I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. And I was fine with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a year ago. Today, it's going to be 75 degrees. I know. That is not... The norm. It's not the norm. It's and a year from now, we'll be like, oh, remember last year was 75 and sunny? And I'll say, two years before that, it snowed. And you'll be like, no way. Yeah. And we'll be like, yeah, it's podcast number 9,000. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me set my walker over here. <laughs> and I will go, go. I'm like, oh, my tennis ball rolled away. And I'm on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're pushing my life alert. And then we have to wait for them to come right. uh, to help me out because right. you don't have the strength either. All so, right. So the, election update, weather update. What other what other stuff you got for okay. us to talk about? When, well, so you have three kids yeah your kids are are older they're in their 20s right so they've moved on uh out of the high school out of the college out of the the they're into the secondary portion of their life right jobs and marriages and and just the fun that is being an adult sure my kids are behind right yeah a few years they just and thank you for giving it that it's years and not that they just are lagging (laughs) behind your kids (laughs) right because some people maybe would have heard like man Curtis's kids can't keep up with it's Andrew's so kids. so mean. No, my kids are younger. Yes, so I have a 14-year-old, I have a 15-year-old, and then an 18-year-old. Yeah. Uh, and the 15-year-old and I now do driving because we're getting ready for... Yeah. We're getting ready for 16. Yeah. And back when Haley, who's 18, was learning to drive, she and I would go, she and her mom would go... And it was 10 and 2, or what? I think they want you to hold the wheels now at the bottom of the yeah, wheel. It's so it's like, it's uh, like a 7, seven and, and a 5. And 5, right? Yeah. So you're at, or maybe a 4 and 8. So you're sitting there at 4 and 8. <laughs> we had to look at the clock <laughs> just did. so we you know. We both did. We both did. <laughs> and she's just got a tight grip. So yeah. anytime she's turning, she's <laughs> limited in that range of motion. Yeah. So and she's at four and eight. I and, think that's what they teach the and, kids. And then she's trying to make like a left turn. And, and, Correct. But she doesn't move her hands. Correct. So she just moves them around the wheel. Correct. So she still is holding the wheel where, where it is. And it's yeah. quite a firm grip. So I convinced her, and this is three years ago, Haley, when you're driving, you can kind of let the wheel go through the hands. You can move a Shouldn't hand. Shouldn't it have been like hand over hand kind well, of Well, that's how we learned it, but yeah. now that your hands are at the bottom. Yeah, you really can't you, do that. You're bringing it through like you're, you know, you're working the uh, uh, the steel mill, you know. Right. Boom, 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 boom. So I, I say to her, you got to have a, you got to loosen your grip when you're turning. Yeah. And I had forgotten about that until Elizabeth then started driving again, and same deal. Just locked on. Yeah. And then making the turn. Well, it's a tense situation. Yes. You're like, whoa, I'm really doing this. Exactly. Right? And you have to then say, hey, loosen up on that wheel, uh, and you can make the turns a little easier. So I am reading the internet, because you know what I do. 
And Daily Mail has this article about how you hold the wheel. Okay. And what it means about you with your personality. And we're not talking like what Carrie Underwood says. No, Jesus, about, take about the wheel. Jesus, this, take the wheel. This is nothing about Jesus uh, in the wheel. <laughs> this is about you holding the wheel. Mm-hmm. And then maybe giving it to Jesus at some point. Right. But I think that's more about like her life. Okay. Right? She's not saying in this car, there's no point in steering now, right. strange brew style. She's like, Jesus, I'm going to let you... Drive me where I want to go. And I'm not talking Jody Messina where she's like heads Carolina, tails California. Damn. I'm not flipping a coin. Wow. I am all Hold about on. All the references He's today. He's got the whole world in his hands. <laughs> right? So no matter where you go, not only does he have the wheel, but he has everything. All right. So you told her four and eight or she's doing well, that. So, so here, how do you hold the wheel? Uh, I'm still like a 10 and 2 kind of guy. Hand over hand for turns. Okay. Maybe sometimes slide through the hands. So 10 and 2. And this is so you. I love it. Because you did not know. No. You did not know. 10 and 2 means that you play by the rules. Okay. Which you do. And you are a little bit of a perfectionist. Yes. Which you are. Wait. Are you saying that positioning your hands on the steering wheel, the position you have on the steering wheel, is almost like a horoscope to you? I am. It, it directly uh, refers to your personality. Okay. All it right. correlates, if you will. All right. So you're a 10 and a 2 right. uh, and you are a bit of a perfectionist. You play by the rules. Now, my kids, both doing the, the bottom of the wheel, yeah. 8 and 4, that means you are confident and you like to take charge. Now, that's true for them because they're confident in like, hey, this is what they're teaching me. Okay. okay? Here, um, it also means they like to follow the rules. Because that's how they're taught. Right. So the reason it puts a 10 and 2 rule follower to you is because that's how you learned it. Now, I am a one hand on top of the wheel, <laughs> not kidding you, and the other hand sitting on the gear shift 100% all okay. the time. All right. So I'm going to backtrack. Okay. Because I do most, probably 80% of the driving time is one hand on the wheel. Okay. At 10. Okay. And the other around the lady. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I always say that because Sherry will say, can't you get both, especially if the weather, hey, get both hands on the wheel or if it's dark, hey, then I go to 10 and 2, but I'm usually at 10, so I'm half that. Then you were right there with me, one hand, 10-ish, relaxed and confident. Yeah. And that's us. Relaxed. We're confident. We're two people who just are like. So I mean, I mean, I'm partially a perfectionist. You bring that one up to two, play by the rules, and you go rule. (laughs) But then when that's off, you're like, you know what? I'm relaxed. But if it's slick, like we're talking about the year ago, yeah, would you have be at ten and two? You wouldn't be relaxed with one hand in a snowstorm or a blizzard. Pretty relaxed. Even in a uh, blizzard or something? Yeah, because I, I feel like I have control. Not me. I'm, I'm white-knuckling it. If it's blizzard, so you're there. You're yeah, like, uh, icy. You're like uh, like my most frequent passenger. We'll call her uh, Katie. <laughs> um, we we make the drive, and not this year, but most years we make the drive around, around the, the lake, lake to go to Wisconsin yeah. for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And any time that we're in any sort of weather, she spends the majority of that time yeah. just saying, please, please. Please grab the wheel. Please do a better job of right. like steering. Why are you still passing people? And I'm like, Cause I, baby, I got control. I'm relaxed and I'm projecting confidence. There you go. She doesn't see it that way. But that is that. So that is some fights that we get sometimes too. Could right. you please just pull over and I'll yeah. drive? And I say, yeah. If you I also get there in four apparently hours. follow a little too closely to the people in front of me. Oh. Do you try to will them to speed up? Is that your hope? A little bit. When you come up on, on them, I. Do you ever do this? Because I get in trouble when I am with the, one of the kids driving, um, and I say, it's okay to hit them. 
What? Um, because they just did something stupid. They okay. pulled out in front of you. Yeah. It's okay to hit them. You should teach them. I never say that. Okay. And Katie doesn't appreciate that I say it either. Because she's like, what if they take you seriously? And I'm like, then they hit them. And then that person learns a lesson that you don't pull out when somebody's coming flying down the belt line. And you're like, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to turn out of my right now. Yeah. No, and, you maroon. It's one thing about pulling out in front of you, but then pulling out in front of you and not picking up the pace yes, or the speed. Right. It's like, like okay. <laughs> yes. So I always tell the new drivers, this is a pass you get. You can hit them. And Katie says, please don't tell it's them. It's a good thing that. you're not a driving instructor. Professional. I, I feel like if you told someone you could hit them and they started to hit them, that would happen less. You need to punish these people, Andrew. Oh, boy. Don't you think? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You, I just kind of go around them and move on and get on so with my So if day. you... We've all been there, though, I'm sure. Yeah. At some point in your driving life oh, yeah. where you have pulled out mistakenly in front of someone <laughs> oh, who was sure, going faster sure. than you thought. Yeah. And you feel horribly, and you, like you said, but you I step st- on it. I usually step on it, though. Because you feel bad. Yeah. But and the they people, honk, the, and they, they yeah. give you the bird, or they go, yeah. oh, dummy. They're just waving at us, kids. Right. So it happens to all of us. But you would not... <laughs> resent them if they hit you no. you'd be like yeah you should have hit me you know i Maybe. i did a bad job it, my insurance would have paid for it i do but as i've gotten sure. older i've noticed i'm i am more apt to just wait it out for a clearer path you won't turn when you're younger you're like i gotta go yeah. i gotta go quick let's go i'm things. jumping in this thing even I'm if busy. i'm busy yeah. <laughs> right are you one of those people who pulls into the center lane and then sits there. Like, you make it halfway into the road. <laughs> Sometimes. Because that's it annoying. on the road. That's annoying, on too. The road. And then it's really annoying if there's, like, where you turn left and turn right. Yes! You're almost hitting somebody coming in and to turn left. There. And you're sitting like, there. Hey, sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't quite pull the trigger on where I needed to be. Right. So now I'm in your area. Yeah. And I apologize for that. Yeah. I won't be there again. I try not to do it if it's super busy. I'd much rather just you can go around the block to get where You'll I'm You'll turn going. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to taking a left. And if, we do that, right? Yeah. Or if the weather, you know, if it's snowing and sloshy, I'm not going to, I don't want to risk it. Right. Or the sun's blinding you and you can't see. Yeah. Like it, that chips. If it's free, <laughs> if it's free and clear. Um, enough to get halfway through, yeah. and then you still got enough runway, I'll call it, right. in the center to then speed up and get in, merge. Do you ever I'll do that. pretend that you didn't know that you couldn't turn left at an intersection and you just turn because you're in the wrong lane to be right? Or since you grew up here and have been driving here your whole life, you know that that's how you make a turn. Because I still get caught up. The Michigan U-turn you're yes. talking about? I still get caught up in the wrong lane, and I see the sign. I'm like, oh, I should be in that right lane. Oh, I'm just going to take a left. And so, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, if I've done it, it's been far and few. Okay. Yeah. And I don't do it either, officer, is what I meant to say. <laughs> but I, it's convenient. And for us. those who don't know, Michigan, they call it a Michigan U-turn. Yes, it's the most that? annoying thing in the world. So if you're coming up to an intersection, you turn right. Yes. Or you go straight. Or you go straight. And I don't, I haven't figured out how to determine what you do. That's my problem. I always turn right and then you basically go up, they have these lanes of like a U-turn lane. And then you, instead of turning left at an intersection, you're turning left on the U-turn. Yes. To the right so, of your So path. sometimes it's to the right. Sometimes you have to go through the intersection and then do the U-turn. Exactly. And, then turn right. yeah. and yes, it confuses me. You can Google it, I'm sure. What's a Michigan U-turn? It'll, um, I think you just told me. I know, but oh, some people might need a visual. Oh, that's true. Yes. I Although you were very descriptive. I feel Thanks. like you did a great Thanks. job. Appreciate Other ways it. that people hold the wheel. The nine and the three. So oh, let's say you're three. right. Yeah, you're right there in the middle of each. Okay. That is saying that you are anxious. 
Really? Like I'm, because I'm. That's the gripping, right? Like yeah. I don't know where to go. I'm. I'm. Uh, let's say you go one hand at the bottom of the wheel, <laughs> like you're five just, or yeah, six. You're like six, six o'clock. <laughs> just, just at say, the bottom. And that just means that you are a minimalist and you like to keep things simple. What if you put your knees on the wheel at five and seven, uh, just so hands free? I don't have no knees, hands free, but I do have. If you hold the one, the middle, like at inside. No, inside. Oh, at six. Uh, Inside the, let's say that it's an open wheel. Oh, you're just holding on to the middle, not the outer Correct. edge. You're of the not wheel. on the wheel itself. Yeah. You're inside the interior. Um, you are a thrill seeker who lives life to the fullest. Okay. If it's one hand, if you have both your hands inside there, it says you're soft smoking and you just want to avoid some oh. conflict. Yeah, hey, I don't, I don't want to avoid. Those that. are the people that are pulling out and not speeding up. And if you have your one hand just ready on the <laughs> exactly on the horn, uh, you're bossy, but yeah. you're very busy. What was the soft spoken one again? Uh, soft spoken is if you have both of your hands on the interior of the wheel. Okay, so next time somebody pulls out in front of me, and doesn't step on the gas. You'll look. I'm going to look to see where their hands are. Yes, because we know where yours will be. Give them the old uh, <laughs> double finger salute. Like, hey, yeah, you did an amazing job, you jerk face. Podcast brought to you by Curtis Gross, Remax United. This guy... Sells houses. Yes, he does. And I'll tell you what, there's still time to buy and sell before the big Christmas holiday. I would think you'd have like an influx with the weather being so nice. Like, Gorgeous. Check it out, the property and There all still that aren't stuff. enough houses for sale, Andrew. Yeah. So the houses that are popping up, yes, showings left and right. People are busy looking at them. Right. People are making and accepting offers. Right. Uh, I did an open house on Saturday. Very well attended. And offer being negotiated right now. Does it so, traditionally slow down... Depending on the weather, I guess. Correct. It does. Okay. Um, so, yes, as it gets colder, you will notice fewer people out, yeah. but not necessarily fewer homes being bought percentage-wise. Okay. So, where the numbers will go down because there are fewer for sale, yeah. the percentage stays about the same. In fact, December is one of the... Uh, busiest months when it comes to closings. Really? Because end of the year, right? Oh. So you're transferring a job or you, you have something that you need to do. December falls into I would have like thought August because people want to get in place before a school August is starts. huge. So August is usually number one yeah. uh, or number two. You got June, July, yeah. September, and then December. So all those kind of fall uh, right into the same. Yeah. We came to see you at an open house in the winter once. Yes, it snowed that day it as well. That day. It was beautiful though. It was a gorgeous, wintry, snowy day. Yeah. Um, yes, and there were people at that. So yeah. in and out, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they had some cookies that they had made. And that's at why that I stopped by, really. Yes. Now, <laughs> no one's leaving food. No, no cookies anymore. No, huh? because COVID. You would think open houses would be on the decline then. Right. Well, so with the new government uh, rules, we're back down to 10 people in an open house environment. Gotcha. So if you and your wife came, uh, plus me, that means seven other people can be looking and the rest are outside yeah. waiting their turn patiently. Right. Seeing a lot of gloves. Everyone needs a mask. And seeing some booties at the, uh, the one I just did Saturday. The settlers had asked everyone to please put on the, the paper boots. Oh, paper boots. You Which, said booties. I was like, you're seeing booties <laughs> at the open house. All right, put your hands together for candy. <laughs> candy in the house. Bring it in your booty. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And then you got candy, and she's like, hey, everybody. And she's like, who wants to get down? And you're wow. like, candy. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. 
you can. He'll be back on the main stage in 30 minutes, everybody. 30 wow. minutes for more candy. But paper booties. Paper booties gotcha. is what I was talking about. Yeah, so, uh, and the sellers get to determine what you do in their house. Okay. So, because that makes sense, right? Yeah. Are you like, uh, I don't think you are. Like, when I come over here, like, please remove your shoes. I'm a shoe guy. Just leave them on. I don't, right. Yes. Leave you, them on. you ask guests to leave them on or take them off? Because I, I always leave mine on, but I, I guess I never ask. I'm fine with you leaving them on. The reason I don't let that affect me or my stance is I'm a sandal guy. So I don't usually think you want me barefoot in your house. Right. So I just say leave your shoes on. Because I, I would rather, and I don't mind being barefoot. But people in your house. do that because they'll come in, oh, should I remove? Or Correct. Like, at our house, we don't care. Like most keep of our. Them on. Just keep them on. Most of ours, we have very little carpet in our house. Okay. So, Anything that you're bringing in from the outside can easily be mopped up or whatever. Right. I mean, and Easy if, clean. If I got the muddy shoes, I hope that as a yeah, 44-year-old, yeah. I should be able to yeah. realize. And some people insist. Oh, no. I I had the meeting at my house, and yeah. the guy was like, I'm in construction. I mean, I, I just feel yeah. better. Taking I got off. the boots. That's fine. And I do I do appreciate that as well. But I, I kind of get like a little bit like when they're very insistent on taking them off. You wonder why. Yeah. I, I do have friends, though, who it's, they're off at the door, and, like, you just do it. Right. I mean, why why argue? I have run into the take your shoes off at a showing, and then the you're walking through the house with my clients, and we get to, like, a back door or something that clearly invites us to go out, and we can't now. Yeah. So then it just interrupts the flow. Yeah. You know, uh, looked at one and it had a gorgeous pass through. And it's like, okay, yeah, let's walk out here. Oh, wait, no, we can't. There's six inches of snow. Yeah. And we're not wearing shoes. So let's go back to the shoes. We could have went out and then brought your soppy, wet socks back through the house. And then they would have been like, maybe we should have told them just leave your shoes on. Yeah, hey, or just use your brain, right? Right. Uh, So sometimes it is is tough for me to know how my brain should be used. Gotcha. And that's what I I run into. That's really what it comes down to. Um, I found another wacky survey more study than survey okay or survey than study i'm not sure it's not even wednesday it's not a wacky wednesday okay it is a mindful monday there you go and here we go right (laughs) um you live in michigan yep you've seen a cow sure yeah we've i've seen cows right Mm -hmm. um 40 54 percent of people who are between 11 and 24 have never seen a cow. What? Exactly. In person? In person. They know what a cow is. I don't believe so. They don't even in know person. what it is? Oh, in person. In person. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you know what a cow is, right? I would hope. I, I don't know, Between though. 11 and 24, they've never seen a cow. Over half. So over a half of those yeah. people have never seen a cow. Why is that? Uh, just they live places where there are no cows. So le- City. between 11 and 24, people don't live in rural locations it's kind of i guess hmm. i don't i mean i guess if you're thinking like your neighborhood or my neighborhood very suburbanish and i'll whatnot. tell you this um there are cows within five minutes of my house really yes okay. now with you you have to drive a little further from your house but yeah. i can go five minutes in any direction in five that's a lie that's a lie but with that <laughs> 
Would that be amazing? Like, wait, your house is in the middle of a farm radius or something, I have a five-minute radius, exactly, of any anywhere you look. That's funny. You can't hit a golf ball out of this neighborhood without hearing, because you just hit a cow. (laughs) They're all over the place. Uh, So, no, I have have cows. Okay. You have cows. Uh, Growing up in Wisconsin... Oh, yeah. Cows, sheep, you name it. I mean, you can see all of these animals. I grew up as a young boy in Wyoming, the state. I have probably seen something that you never have, and I've seen a bazillion of them, uh, both elk and pronghorn antelope. Have you ever seen any of those? Maybe elk. Okay. Just on a road trip somewhere. Yeah. We drove to Montana once. So. Okay. so you probably saw pronghorn then too. Maybe. Huge, huge herds of them okay. running all over. And there was one that lived right outside of the town that I lived in, in Wyoming. Okay. And there were oil derricks. And then like you had to go from one town to go to another town. And in between that, there was just a bazillion pronghorn and oil derricks. That's all that it was. Hmm. It's back. I, I lived on the TV show Dallas. Uh, <laughs> in the state Wyoming. Did you also have the, the horns on the front of your car yes, too? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we your big sure Cadillac. did. Yes. Uh, Boss Hog is what we called my dad <laughs> and my mom. Both. And it was interchangeable. And he looked good in a white suit. He looked great in it, right? And Roscoe P. Coltrane. 43% of uh, people who are between the ages of 11 and 24 have never gone camping or hiking. That I can believe. I just went hiking this weekend yeah. uh, up in the uh, the north. You went hiking. I saw it. You took some beautiful pictures with your family. Yeah. We, we're we not between 11 and 24, but yeah. our kids are. But I can see that. And our kids have all now hiked. And that I would just kind of blame on, like, just you're busy with life. Video games. Well, video games or local iPod sports. touch. Local sports or whatever. <laughs> okay. You know, so you just, there's, or the, maybe the region that people live in. Okay. So you know. no cows, a little confusing to you. Not hiking, you get that. I get that. 27% of those people have never seen the sun rise. They're late sleepers? Possibly. I mean, the sun rose this morning at like 8 o'clock. How yeah. do you miss that? Yeah. You're on a school bus sometimes watching the sun rise. Yeah. These people, maybe they have the blackout shades. Uh, maybe they're third shifters. I don't know. But Heavily populated, tall buildings. When you see. were between 11 and 24, had you seen the sunrise? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for Coach, sure. Coach, you didn't even have to think longer than two no, seconds. No, I was just trying to think where I was in those years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I saw. you watched it. Like, the sun came up. Uh, have you ever, between the ages of 11 and 24, cooked a meal from scratch? You didn't open a box and dump it in. You made every component. No. No. Do you guys do that now? I mean, we're not making like loaves of bread from scratch. Right. Or like no, that. but a meal. <laughs> yeah. Like if you were going to make a, a dinner tonight, would you go box in the pantry? Or well, I mean, define that. Like, okay, so we cooking want... each ingredient individually or together. Okay, so it's not like meal. if we want corn tonight, I don't have to go shuck it and then no, you but know, you could get the corn off there and then boil it and all. No, we just get like a steamable bag. Yeah, right. And that, so I think that counts as a box. Okay. I don't know. But so, you have shucked corn. Oh, yeah. Throwing it on a grill. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the, not the worst thing. We had the most, and it's funny because I saw another survey that said the things people lie about, uh, exercising, how great they are at their job, how much in love they are with their significant other, and how good of a cook they are. But it is funny because in our house last week, we cooked from scratch three crazy things that were so much work and will never happen again. Really? What were they? Uh, we made deep dish Chicago style pizza. Okay. Uh, dough, everything from scratch. So good, but so much work. We had a Qdoba knockoff uh, 
station. Yeah. So every single thing was made from scratch and people just got to pick what they wanted. Okay. Uh, in fact, a neighbor stopped by because, I mean, this house stunk like adobo chicken. Like my eyes were watering really? and it was smoke going out of the house. So my neighbor's like, what are you making? And it smells delicious. I'm like, hey, come look. We got a Qdoba. And it was. It was everything. Uh, that will never happen again. And then we made uh, sushi. Uh, wow. And that too. Easy. I've never attempted that. Hey, just roll it. It's it was good? so easy. Yeah, it's super good. So these are all things that the, the family likes. Right. But all from scratch, but so much work. Yeah, so when, I, when you hit say, did you make it from scratch, I envisioning more of the Chicago pizza kind of thing where it's, you know, get the flour, get the yeah. yeast, get the water, get the butter, get the milk, get okay. the whatever. Like that to me is like from scratch. Okay, and do you do like, that? No, 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 I don't do that. I'm just saying that's what my interpretation of scratch means. Okay. Where as opposed to your Cadoba thing, that's just chopping up a bunch of stuff and getting it ready. Correct. Like, you know, yes. getting all the ingredients Very ready busy. that you're going to build. So I True. don't call that from scratch. Okay. So that's just a piecemeal. Yeah. Okay. Like Is that why they call it that? Maybe. I love that. Okay. So I cooked one thing from scratch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. Well, and the sushi was rolled. Yeah, but you don't cook sushi. No. Well, you cooked the rice. So you just made a raw roll of I just rice, some fish and some rice. Seaweed paper or whatever. I felt pretty good about telling the story. And now, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have. Did right? you make the... Uh, the seaweed paper? No. The, um, for the sushi, did you make the hot mustard from scratch? I did not. Did you have hot mustard? Yes. Go with it? Okay. So I you know. Like well, a, no, like no a hot California mustard, roll? but we had the wasabi and we had the pickled ginger. I love that hot mustard. Like okay, a, no, a California didn't. roll that's drizzled on top. We oh. didn't have any of that. Oh. I'll make that for you. From scratch? From scratch. <laughs> just mustard and hot, right? That's easy. Is that any is? mustard you have today yeah. would be perfect. It's 75 degrees. 15% of people between the ages of 11 and 24 have never once left the state in which they were born. Oh, I totally believe that. Never left. Yeah. Like, I'm... even for, like, a vacation. Oh. Like, you never um... left. I'm not saying still live yeah. in that state. They do, but I'm saying never yeah, no, I can still see that. Some people just don't get out. If your grandma and grandpa live right down the road, yeah. all your relatives are... are I mean, why would you need to go anywhere else? No you got reason. everything you need right there. You can't and, go see Mount Rushmore. And, like, I can see that in Michigan, because Michigan... So big. It's so... Well, it's big. Climbing up falls. It's got so much different types of terrain. True. From forestry to city life to... You know, you can go from Grand Rapids, which is like a mini Chicago... Okay. Up to the woods in the UP to like you're in the middle of... Uh, I don't know. The woods. The Colorado woods, Right. right? I mean, and, and from my house, we've already touched on five minutes any direction. You're looking at a cow, a head of cattle, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, they're 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 right there. Thirteen uh, percent have never mailed anything with mm. the UPS totally or, no, or the USPS. Yeah, totally, I don't know why totally, I said the UPS. Totally get that. Everything's online. But they you can you pay be, online. What about thank you notes? No, well, just an email. Thanks, like digital email card. We still make our kids send notes. Yeah. They do text, though, too. They're probably going away. They've all mailed things, but they, that, that is going away. So in my business, we always ask for a deposit. Okay. And I have not, I can tell you the amount of time, like, do you need a check for that? Or, like, they don't, like, yes. the younger generation, I'm surprised it's not on there. They don't have checks. They don't have checks. Right. Can we do Venmo? Can we do Google Pay? Can we do yeah. whatever? And you're able to accept that. We do PayPal. Okay. For business. We, Venmo doesn't allow business transactions. Okay. So... And Google, what about uh, Google Pay doesn't really What about Zelle? Zelle, I'm not signed up. Is that, can you do that for I business? Don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just saying, I get a lot of people like, 
man, yeah, I'm I'm my dad write a check. So so. we just started in our business, real estate. We are accepting online. I was gonna say uh, you're diehard checks, right? Right. So you, when you close, that's a cashier's check. So that's going to your bank, and they just say, "Here's your money. Here's a cashier's check." But if you were putting a deposit down, which you do when you buy a house, Mm -hmm. that check has to be from you. So it can't be my mom's gonna write this check. Right. Uh, and it can't be cash. It has to be a, a check. What about a cashier's check? Well, so that will or work. Money order that would work too. Uh, and we just started at Remax United accepting the online, the virtual. How do they uh, do that? I, I don't know. I haven't done any yet because everyone has been able to PayPal have or... a check. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I like PayPal because it's a secured site. Uh, okay. For both parties are playing it safe. Podcast brought to you by PayPal. Uh, <laughs> these guys transfer money. Uh, <laughs> they do it real well. It's not brought to you by PayPal. It's Remax United, this buddy. This guy sells houses, right? Curtis Gross. He's there. So yeah, 13% have never mailed anything in their lives. Right. Can we touch on the elephant that was in the room when you arrived. Do we have time? I was so sweaty. I mean, you were. my goodness. Uh, I even said, go ch- get changed before the podcast. Right. Like, so, no, I'm going to push through. I'll push through for you. I'm in the middle of the, the work day, right? Yep. So uh, busy working on stuff in the morning. Uh, we do the podcast and then I'm going to venture back out. I got a few other stops to make. Right. And... Yeah, I was I was on the phone when you arrived. Yeah, outside wheeling and dealing. Outside sweating. Yeah, and then I didn't have time to cool down. Right, and I I know that that affected you. You were looking at me like, I was like, is he okay? Yeah. Right. What's with this guy? Right. Uh, this guy sells houses, but this guy also sweats bullets. Right. <laughs> uh, like this guy is. This guy sweats bullets. Yeah. This guy is nervous. Like, what? Are you okay? Yeah. I was not nervous. I just was warm, and I do. I, I'm a sweater. A sweater? Right? So, and it's funny. I will be talking to someone at an open house or if I'm doing a presentation at their house and it's warm. I start getting warm and then I like leave and I, I think to myself, that was like the worst sales experience ever. Like you got this sweaty, like, yeah. hey, 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 let's just sign. You're a businessman. Yep. What do you think? I'm all sweaty. Like if I was sitting down signing like, contracts with you, okay? that yeah, first I'd be like, day. man, is everything okay with this guy? Yeah, yeah. I would be like questioning. Mm. And I'm pushing the papers. Like right. we're gonna be okay. Yeah, I like, promise. This thing like dial it down a notch. <laughs> no, we got this, man. You and I, we're gonna go all the way. We're gonna sell it, man. And I got you just signing, and I, I was sweaty. So now I, that's gone away. Yeah, uh, there's no more sweat. You all, you have typically like two gears though, on and off. Yes, right? yeah, I don't turn you're, it off. You're, as soon as it's on, like you get up at what time in the morning? I get up between anywhere, depending on the day, between four fifty and seven twenty. Still, yes, <laughs> that's like from your radio conditioning. Yes, right? uh, yeah, six twenty. So anytime between six twenty and four fifty, uh, there there I am. Okay, and then you go to bed at uh, anytime between eleven and two or three. Wow. So if you have a 4.50 start and a, what was your latest? 11. No, oh, the latest is 3. Go to bed at 3 in the morning? Yes. So you could potentially have a day that you're running on just an hour's sleep, an hour and a half? Yeah, those those days usually uh, I'm a little short with people. <laughs> you think? <laughs> a little bit. And maybe you press prior a little more. No, I well, I think that's just the heat, but possibly that does that. I'm happen? thinking you got like an hour and a half last night. It is no, I slept. Well, let's go to the app. I don't know. I feel like last night I did a pretty good job sleeping. Yeah. Um. So let's see. We're, we'll go to the app where I track. I got five hours forty six minutes of sleep. Okay. So that's a great amount, right? 
Um, I'm, I'm usually needing like six to seven. Okay. Somewhere in there. So I was a little short of what you need. But uh, yeah, 546, uh, 550, four hours, four minutes, uh, 553, 58. Um, yeah, so I'm around the five. I can five go hours. like consecutive days. If I'm like busy and active working on a project or something, yeah. I can go consecutive days like going to bed late, getting up early, going to bed late, getting up early. But eventually catch up you to crash. me. crash. And then it's like, it's like nine o'clock and I'm like, I'm done. And okay. then I can sleep like 12 hours or awesome. something. Awesome. So it's it's one of those yeah, kind of deals. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, Woo. I don't get that. When we go uh, camping with Katie's family, um, that is, it's awesome. Like, I love it. And we have to go to bed at midnight. That's the rule. Mm. And over there, it's Wisconsin. So really, it's one o'clock for me. Right. So Katie goes right immediately to sleep. And I lay there like, okay, what's going on? And then I'm up in the morning by myself for a good two Do you think it's just because you don't want to miss anything? It could be. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. Like, Living like life to the fullest. I like seeing everything. I have the fear of missing out 100%. Right. I want to know, know what's going on. And I, and I just love laying down and You don't crashing. care. If we were having a sleepover, let's put us back into like little kid. <laughs> yeah, okay. Little kid time. Yeah. Okay. So little kid Andrew yep. is sleeping over at little kid Curtis's house. Okay. And you wake up and I'm not awake. What do you do? Do you go out and watch TV? Do Probably. you pretend to sleep? Yeah. Do you... I wouldn't wake you up. Okay. I just But yeah. you would leave. Yeah. So I would always wake up first at these events, right? And then go watch TV. And sometimes the person whose house I was sleeping over at would sleep for like two or three more hours. So it's just me <laughs> and their mom and their dad. Like, okay, yeah, here we are watching you know, Nickelodeon or whatever whatever is on. That's funny. And, and they would never wake up. And I never understood, like, how are they sleeping so long? Because you would think knowing you have guests over, you'd be a little more sensitive. Like, like I'm excited to wake up. Like a bit of a light sleeper that night. Right. Because right? you're anxious. Oh, I want to see my buddy in the morning. Yeah. Or whatever. No, huh? No, these people uh, would sleep right through. So then I'm awake. So even as a little kid, I was always waking uh. up. And I think cause my dad was a morning radio guy. Yeah. So he was always up early in the morning, and then so there was always someone to talk to. And you're like, I guess this is how it's supposed to be. Right. We wake up now. I don't know my any mom, different. yeah, would wake up early too, and we'd all just be here in the family. Right. You know, uh, high school, I did wake up about seven minutes before I had to leave because I could shower and brush my teeth and be out the door. Okay. Um, and I still, if I have to get ready, I still push that to the limit. So if, really? Yeah. So I will not wake up at four and take a shower and be all ready for my day. I will wait 10 minutes before I have to go to get in the shower, wow. brush my teeth, do everything. In that would drive me nuts. It would. I have to be like, I have to be like the five minute early guy. Even if I'm oh, still early. Even if I have a call or something like that. Yeah. I know. I just got to get my mind. Like I got to get things done and be okay. prepared. I can't wait to the last minute. Like, okay. But no. if I have a call or something, I'm usually like a couple minutes early. You're sitting there. On the call. Waiting. Yeah. I do log into the Zoom meetings 30 to 40 minutes early. Just to impress your boss? No. Just so when it's ready to go. Then it's there. I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, my kids, when they were Zooming, they, because I had told them that. I said, hey, you can get into the Zoom super early. So yeah. just click it and do whatever. Yep. And they both stopped doing that. They didn't take my advice because they felt that it put them on the main screen. And the teacher always saw them if they were there early. Right. So they learned that within the first week. Because I would say, why aren't you logged in? Yeah. Well, I don't want the teacher to see me. Oh, oh okay. Awesome. I said, you know, it's random. And we don't know if it is or not. Right. But in their heads, they think that it's... So they are logged on right at the minute. Like class starts at 4.30, click. Here I am. I'm there at 3.18. Yeah. Like I'm ready for you for an hour and 15 minutes. I got my video on. I got the sound. But getting ready to leave the house, you can do it and still so under, super, under 10 minutes. So super early. Yeah. Under 10 minutes. 
Um, yeah, I had an appointment today. It was at 9 a.m. So I woke up this morning at 6, hanging out, having a good time, breakfast, walking, getting everything done, and then got in the shower at 8.35, out by 8.45, made it to my appointment at 8.55. Wow. And then was there. Still the five minutes early, but... Yeah, I would be if that was me. I, when I was driving, I'd have my hands at nine and three because I'd feel anxious. Just a little anxiety. <laughs> the what your hands mean about you <laughs> that we talked about earlier—that's yeah. there. Uh, so we'll run through that again next week as a little refresher. All right, uh, and we'll see because kind of pay attention to those around you and in your life. Yeah, and how they hold it as More well. Homework. Yeah, just I've never had so much homework in my life I, since I'm I started sorry. doing this podcast. It's because I know that you're a rule follower, and I know how <laughs> confident you are. So I like to like to hit you with both of those. Right. Uh, podcast brought to you by Curtis Gross, Remax United. This guy sells houses. We yes, do it does. almost every week. Almost every this week. This is two or three weeks in a row. I know. That was good. Number 42 in the books. We will do it again next week. We are on the SoundCloud. We're on the iHeart. We're on the Apple. Uh, we're everywhere. There you go. Woo! You can't get away from us. Uh, Like, comment, share, tell everybody uh, how amazing we are, or at least that you listen. Thanks.